For April 11th, this is the Weekly Rundown. Today, China's e-currency, a global minimum tax, Easter at the White House, a COVID spike in Michigan, and the book The Corporation. But first, the weather's warming up and flowers are blooming, so we all know what that means. Spring cleaning! The Weekly Rundown is cleaning up our act too and switching email providers. Don't worry, you'll automatically keep receiving our Sunday issues, but we'll send you a welcome email tomorrow to make sure. Just be sure to move that sender into your priority or main inbox. Big idea, China's digital currency is taking off. China appears to be expanding its pilot of a government-run digital currency called ECNY. First launched a year ago, 100,000 Chinese citizens have been paying for their bubble tea with an app run by the central bank. Instead of paying with cash yuans from their wallets, people pay with virtual yuans from their phones. One cash yuan is exactly equal to one virtual yuan in value and theoretically could be exchanged. China is the first major economic power to start such a currency, well ahead of rivals. The U.S. has just done basic research and is years away from a pilot of this scale. Arguably, China's effort isn't quite cryptocurrency. It doesn't use blockchain for security and isn't decentralized at all. Every transaction goes through China's central bank for verification. Like cash, it essentially eliminates middlemen in financial transactions like debit or credit card processors and private banks. There are some China-specific reasons for why they're in such a rush to launch a virtual currency, but their pilot highlights a danger of such efforts. Their central bank can track every single transaction through the app, a level of surveillance unparalleled in history. Government digital currencies will be convenient, but cannot come at the cost of privacy. Story to watch, Yellen for Global Minimum Tax. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen called for a corporate minimum tax rate among G20 nations of 21%. Joe wants to raise the business tax rate to 28% in the U.S. to fund his infrastructure plans, after he who must not be named cut it from 40 to 21%. Negotiations have been ongoing for years among the world's biggest economies, but Janet coming out in favor of them is a huge boost. Countries have been engaged in a race to the bottom for decades, trying to entice companies to pack up and move headquarters with lower tax rates. The only short-term beneficiaries to such schemes are the tax haven countries with the lowest rates. Ireland has just a 12.5% business tax. Where do you think all those leprechauns get their gold from? We'll see what happens here, but it's unlikely countries will agree to a number as high as 21%. Everyone's finally realizing that cutting corporate taxes hurts everyone in the long term as the tax base is eroded. This week's image is Easter at the White House. A bunny was caught attempting to impersonate the White House press secretary on Easter Monday. Joe apparently didn't notice any difference. To view the image, subscribe to our newsletter at theweeklyrundown.us. Like what you hear and see? Refer a friend to the Weekly Rundown and receive groovy thank you gifts. Congratulations to reader NK for being the first subscriber to earn our homemade chocolate chip cookies. 
Now, she does live like 2,000 miles away in India, but that's the distance we're willing to go for our reader. This week's number, 114% increase in Michigan hospitalizations. Hospitalizations due to COVID-19 increased 114% compared to two weeks ago in Michigan, leading the U.S. in positive cases. While the vaccination campaign continues, we cannot let our guard down. This huge jump is caused by a bunch of factors. Youth sports linked to outbreaks have restarted in Michigan. The state has the second highest per capita rate of the highly transmissible UK variant. Indoor dining may have restarted a little too soon. Michigan avoided relatively high infection rates earlier in the pandemic, resulting in a potentially lower level of herd immunity now. And the state vaccination rate is only 25th in the nation. What we're reading, The Corporation. A 240-page analysis of the power of corporations over governments, this book is a call to action at its heart. The author examines how the drive to increase profits, at any cost, has damaged both society and democracy. It's so well written, we're willing to overlook the fact that the author is Canadian. While some of these suggested solutions seem pie in the sky, like global regulations against multinational companies. His diagnosis of the problem is spot on. For too long, corporations have acted with impunity in their pathological pursuit of shareholder value. And in case you missed it, things seem to be calming down in Jordan after what is being described as a coup attempt occurred late last week. Saudi and Israel have both been linked to the plotters. Physicists may or may not have discovered something which may or may not alter our understanding of the universe. Schrodinger's cat is also laughing at us. Finally, it was a great week to be a monkey, with five apparently on the loose in Cincinnati and two dozen escaping from a German zoo. That's the Weekly Rundown, produced by Ahmed, Yunus, and Faisal. Follow us on Twitter and send us your feedback and questions at theweeklyrundown.us. Thanks for listening, and see you next week.